Greetings and welcome to the Transform Podcast. This is episode four, and it's Tuesday, October 26th. So welcome back, guys. Hope uh, you guys have had a chance to listen to our first three episodes um, where we, um, aside from our introduction episode, we talked about uh, so far email marketing um, in terms of the uh, iOS 15 changes that Apple made. And then our last episode was about uh, choosing a logo and how to do that for your business. So hopefully you've gotten some value out of those. And um, today's episode, I want to talk about um, just some common challenges that um, small businesses and CPAs in particular face. I'll explain in a moment why I'm singling out CPAs, um, even though it's sort of has broad appeal, I think, the things that we're going to talk about on this podcast. Um, but just to kind of set the table, guys, this is I, this is a, a conversational uh, kind of look at some of these, these types of challenges that you face as a small business owner. Um, it's not exhaustive. There's probably unique challenges that you face in your own industry or in your own circumstance or your personal life, blending with starting your business and things like that. But these are some of the big things... Uh, that we notice when we work with small businesses, some of the areas that we can help uh, provide leverage and help alleviate um, the burden that comes with these types of things I'm going to talk about today. So I'm just going to kind of walk through it uh, somewhat casually. I think, you know, you probably could get a whole episode out of any one of these things. And, you know, at some point we may uh, drill down and focus in that regard um, on, on some of these items. But I just want to kind of skim the wave tops, I guess you could say, um, in this episode. And, you know, I mentioned at the beginning we were going to focus on CPAs. And one of the reasons that you'll, you'll see some of my comments tailored in that direction is because Transform, you know, from its inception, has traditionally worked with uh, CPAs um, because one of our core services is offloading tax preparation, accounting, bookkeeping, things of that nature. Uh, but what's interesting about that is a, a lot of that could carry over to any small business. I mean, all small businesses need to prepare tax returns for their business, um, you know, to make sure their accounting is up to, to par, uh, make sure their bookkeeping is up to snuff. So basically, what you'll see as I go through these is a lot of overlap and a lot of carryover from what you may be experiencing as a small business who's not a CPA. But occasionally, there will be uh, some areas that I that I specifically focus on that would only apply to CPAs. So you can sort of filter those out as you go along. So um, let's just kind of go down the list real quick. There's actually seven different items that I'm going to talk about uh, briefly each one on this uh, episode. And they are as follows. So competition, we're going to start there. We're going to talk about technology and just kind of staying up to speed with the latest technology. Uh, growth like what you do when it's, when it's time to scale your business, uh, differentiating your business, uh, managing workload, uh, staying up to speed with industry changes, um, you know, um, standards, certifications, things of that nature, and then just IT security, which is kind of a administrative item in some ways, but it can be very debilitating if it's not paid attention to correctly. <laughs> so anyway, let's start with uh, competition. Um, and you guys got to forgive me as I, as I um, partake of my 
uh, coffee as we go along here in this episode. So just bear with me as, as we go through the episode. So competition is probably one of the, the major things you guys are facing as you start your businesses or as you operate your business. You're, you're always jockeying in that field of other choices and possibilities that a customer has. You know, a customer comes to you, potentially wants to work with you. They're always measuring you up against competition, whether they have specific other businesses in mind that they're, that they're comparing you to or, or just the possibility that they have more choice than just you, even if they haven't specifically looked at anybody else. Uh, that's just a reality that you face all the time. And with new businesses starting every day, that competition increases every day in some respects. Uh, of course, some businesses close and fail and go away, but uh, it, it seems when you're a small business owner, it just seems like that field is getting more and more and more crowded, if you will. Uh, that can sometimes be perception, that can sometimes be reality, but it's, it's definitely something that you will tangle with um, as, you, as you start and grow your business. So when we talk about competition, how to beat the competition, and, you know, let's talk for a second as, as an individual CPA, you know, you, you may feel like you're delivering a commodity, okay? You're just doing somebody's tax return. Somebody else could do that person's tax return. That person could do their tax return. So it's very easy to kind of get lost in being like everybody else, unless you're getting personally referred, you know, or you... you you know, you're getting all your clients through friends and family and they all trust you. Obviously, there's an angle there. But being aware that there's other firms that are possibly going to charge less or whatnot is something that's going to be top of your mind um, almost all the time. So three key ways that you can deal with that. Uh, start with your pricing, okay? So obviously, you can always be auditing your pricing and staying competitive there. Uh, you may find that as you continue to operate your business and you grow more efficient, that you can actually lower your prices a little bit, maybe carve out some of the competition that way uh, because you can afford to, right? So there's always the pricing angle, but it's not the one that you always want to have to go to because you don't want to race to the bottom and you don't want to undercut your own value. Uh, but it's always a possibility, so we have to mention it. A second area that you can deal with competition is sort of measuring up your services against the ones that you're, that you're competing with, right? So, so when you deliver your services to a, um, a client, uh, you can do so in a way that is, you know, perhaps a little bit, um, you know, a little bit different from what somebody else is going to give that makes you stand out. So, for example, let's say you're, you're completing business tax returns uh, for clients. You may decide that... Um, you know, everybody else just delivers the tax return. So what you're going to do is walk through it line by line with the client. It may be a little more time consuming. It may put a little bit more of a burden on you initially, but it's also going to make you stand out some, right? So you can, you can kind of go service by service and look and see, is there any room for opportunity there for me to exploit what other firms are not willing to do, right? What other firms are not up to, you know, they're not up for it, basically, but you are. And you can kind of pull away from the pack in that regard. 
Um, another possibility, which is similar to that, but it, add, but it now brings in new dimensions, and this is the third aspect of dealing with competition, is customizing your solutions that you deliver to clients in sort of a, a combination-oriented way. So let me explain what I mean by that. So you could say to a client, okay, um, you're bringing me your tax returns. Um, you know, I notice that every time I do your tax returns, we have questions about, you know, items that we get from your books uh, that we're entering into these tax returns. So I'm, you know, I'm going to offer you at a slightly reduced rate, if you bring me your tax returns, bookkeeping services. So I'm going to, you know, you, you can bring me your, let's say your form 1120 uh, for your corporation, and you can also you know, attach your QuickBooks file and I will go through it and, you know, give you like, you know, essentially an audit and, you know, fill in any blanks that need to be filled in along the way type of a thing. Okay, so, so that's a way to sort of package your services uniquely, combine different skills and areas uh, that, that you maybe traditionally provide by themselves and, and create an entirely new offering. Uh, by doing that. And again, this could apply to other industries besides CPAs. I mean, you know, if, you, if you're a small business owner who does something else, you may have similar types of, um, of uh, different verticals that you have expertise in, and you can provide packages of those verticals that bring in new customers. Somebody who's willing to, maybe wasn't willing to do service X with you, but because they know you'll do X plus Y, they are willing to do business with you, okay? So that's, that's definitely something that um, they can help you pull away from your competition and make you a little bit different, a little bit unique, um, you know, from everyone else, okay? So let's go on to the second one, which is talking about, like, the latest technology. So, you know, you may find, so the pace of technology is changing, you know, at blinding speed, I think would be a fair statement. And, you know, as a small business, you, you already have many things to contend with. You know, keeping up with all the latest trends, all the latest changes in your industry, all the latest technological requirements that might bear on your industry. I mean, it could be a full-time job, right? So when you look to gain leverage, to be able to be more efficient, to serve your clients better, to serve more clients, you may find that specifically um, looking for ways to keep up with that technology without having to do it yourself individually uh, is a way that, that, that you know, can, again, sort of differentiate you, can get, help you gain an edge, that sort of thing. And you know, this is one area, you know, shameless plug here, but this is one area where transform uh, really helps our clients because in some ways as they as they evolve their business and let's say preparing taxes and doing bookkeeping and so forth if if they're running into clients and prospects who want things done a certain way or already started doing things a certain way with a certain type of let's say software and they want to work with that CPA but that CPA is not totally up to speed on that particular platform or that particular, you know, um, uh, you know, software product for, for producing, you know, bookkeeping or whatnot. Uh, they can leverage a firm like Transform that has a, 
a wide um, aperture of expertise and knowledge in lots of different tax softwares and lots of different bookkeeping softwares. So, so in that sense, you know, by outsourcing to us, there's an immediate gain in technological acumen because you sort of now own the team's experience and you own this large uh, group. I mean, we have about a hundred plus size team. So all of a sudden, you know, when you, let's say, partner with us and do business with us, you sort of gain all that knowledge and experience and scale um, overnight, okay? So it kind of alleviates the need to know every single platform, software, et cetera, that gets thrown your way, right? So that's keeping up with the latest technology, and it's worth a mention all by itself. Now, in that vein of leverage and scale, let's talk for a second about growth management, right? So, you know, take an individual CPA, for example, here. Um, you know, they, they've you know, been doing their business for a while. You've been doing your business for a while. You've got a certain number of clients, you know, that you've anticipated workload from and so forth. And then all of a sudden you have an opportunity to gain a lot of new clients in, let's say, a short period of time. And you're like, okay, I want to bring these clients on, but I don't think I have the capacity for it. I, I just don't think I can scale that quickly. And so this is a challenge that as a small business, as an individual CPA, for example, you're going to face at some point. If you're, you know, if, you're, if you're doing well with your business and you've got a great reputation and you know, the word is out there that you do great work, eventually you're going to face the possibility that you have an opportunity to grow your business and scale your business if only you had the time, if only you had the bandwidth to do it. And so um, when it comes to growth management, looking for those leverage points where all of a sudden when you work with a firm like ours, you basically, all you need to do is be the magnet for the business, right? You just need to draw the clients to your, to your firm. And then once you've drawn them to you, you can now offload them uh, to, um, you can offload them uh, to um, our team, okay? And so all of a sudden, like I said, you gain access to, um, you know, a hundred plus team of tax preparers, bookkeepers, etc. And now the sky's the limit. You can literally take on, you know, theoretically enormous amounts of business compared to what you could have before. So, you know, leverage is extremely important when it comes to scaling up, okay? Okay, so let's go on to uh, item four, which was we were going to talk about differentiation. And this, in some ways, goes back to what I talked about with regard to competition. But this is differentiation, you know, for the sake of differentiation and being unique, whether it's, in, whether it's you know, something you have to do vis-a-vis uh, -vis your competition or not. And this is the idea that you, you want to create a unique service that makes your customer feel like, yeah, I just, I just got you know, sort of a special level of treatment. I got a unique level of treatment uh, that, that I probably wasn't going to get anywhere else, right? And so just in terms of delivering value to your customer, creating differentiation is a great approach no matter how it stacks up against anyone else. Okay, so that's why I kind of wanted to return to it here in this fourth, this fourth item is, you know, as a, as a CPA, as a small business, 
you have a chance to be highly flexible and highly uh, agile with regard to your clients. I mean, very large firms, even though they have lots of people, there's often a way of doing things, right? There's a process that gets followed all the time. It's a big machine, right? But for your business, you have a chance to craft your uh, offerings and your services in a way that's very, uh, that, that's very unique, that's very tailored, right? So when you can differentiate by flowing with the customer's requirements and saying, okay, you have a unique set of circumstances here and I'm going to craft my offering around those circumstances, right? You, you probably already have a core offering that you've advertised, that you've priced out, but then you work with that client and you say, look, I understand your situation's a little different, your situation's a little unique. Uh, you need a combination of services that's uh, different from the next person. So I'm going to be your boutique solution for that unique set of requirements. So just, just that act alone can create a loyal customer because they may feel like, okay, who else is going to do that for me? Who else is going to react to my situation in that manner, right? So it's very important that you look for opportunities to differentiate whether or not it has anything to do with your competition. Uh, it's just a way to create a great experience for your customer, okay? Okay, so item five, workload management. So we talked a second ago about growth management, which is a little different because with growth management, we're saying, hey, I've got X number of clients, X number of returns, and I really want to scale it up at an order of magnitude that I just can't do. And so I definitely need to go somewhere else and, and get help for it, right? But when we're talking about workload management, it may not necessarily have anything to do with scaling you know, to enormous heights or you know, <laughs> you know, bringing in tons of new business. It could be a situation where what worked for you yesterday doesn't work for you anymore today, capacity-wise, right? So maybe your personal circumstances changed to such an extent that you know, last year you were fine doing 500 tax returns, but since then, from then till now, you know, you had a new birth in your family and you have a small child and you find that you want to be more available uh, for your spouse, for your child. And now all of a sudden 500 tax returns is way too many, right? It used to be a breeze, but now it's way too many. So this is almost like in a sense, it's a reverse growth management where you may find that you actually, you know, what used to be a good number now is way too high of a number. And again, if this is, you know, a situation where it's a, a business besides uh, CPA, you may find similar types of challenges arise uh, with your industry uh, where you, you had a certain degree of bandwidth that created a certain amount of opportunity for you in your business and then maybe overnight, maybe in a short period of time, suddenly that's too much workload, that's too much capacity being asked of you. And so when you, when you look at your, your options, Again, this is, this is a chance to leverage, in the case of a firm like Transform, a team that can take much of that burden off your hands, kind of reduces your workload, if, if you wanted it to, reduces your workload to just bring in new business if you want to bring it in. And other than that, you're taking the workflow and you're leveraging this team that you have on the back end to reduce that workload. And it could be a temporary solution. You know, it could be like, hey, until my you know, you going back to the analogy of having a small child, you know, my child has grown up a little bit, now I want to go back 
to doing these tax returns on my own or I want to grow the number of tax returns I'm bringing in and then you go ahead and do that. But whether it's temporary or permanent, workload management is definitely a concern for small businesses that we can help with, that you know, firms like ours can help with. Obviously, uh, we <laughs> would love to win your business, but the real point here is that you have to constantly be thinking about, okay, where is my workload in relation to my capacity? And kind of go from there. So that's definitely a common challenge that small businesses uh, face because again, it's often just the owner, maybe the owner plus one, plus two. Uh, you know, if you're a real small firm, if you're medium sized, you know, again, proportionally, you just may not have the staff to keep up with uh, the workload that's coming in due to, you know, changes in your, in your business, in your personal life, your, your personal circumstances, things of that nature. Okay. Okay. So let's move on to item number six, uh, which is sort of, you know, updates or new trends, new requirements, new skills that come with your industry. You know, when it comes to taxes, for example, um, you know, let's face it. I mean, tax laws seem to be changing all the time now. There seems to be, you know, almost a, uh, a, a regular degree of fluctuation that's happening now with that industry where new laws are impacting tax code, which is impacting the way returns are, are, are prepared. You know, forms are changing, rules are changing. Uh, in some cases, long-standing rules are changing. Uh, and, and so there's these seismic shifts going on to a certain degree. Um, you know, and I'm kind of referring here in the States uh, I mean, as I record this podcast, there's a massive uh, tax proposal uh, working its way through the government uh, that could really change the complexion of, you know, the tax laws in terms of what people have been used to for a long time for, for different, uh, different areas of tax law. So, so with those changes and with those fluctuations, again, it can almost feel like, you know, you have a new full-time job, which is just keeping up with those changes, keeping up with those rules. And so in order to do that, you know, you're either redoubling your own efforts, right? You're doing your own research, your own learning, your own attending classes, getting certifications, getting up to speed on the new laws, or you can leverage and you can buy into the power of a larger team that operates on the back end that, you know, keeps up with those type of things for a living, you know, and, and, and is, is doing the same thing you're having to do but is handling it on a broader scale bandwidth-wise and capacity-wise. Um, you know, when, with regard to Transform, our 100-member team, you know, this is part of what we have to do is to stay on top of these changes and these laws and so forth uh, so that firms like yourself don't have to. Okay, now obviously to some extent you're going to be familiar with it so you can explain it to your clients, uh, but it's very different between conceptual analysis that you can deliver a client when, when a tax law changes versus literally having to go through the entire process of um, go through the entire process of learning how to do it and, and how to prepare those returns and, and uh, so on and so forth. Okay, so that brings us to uh, the last item, which is IT security. So, you know, in this day and age with technology and data breaches and all those types of things that... Uh, uh, that seem to be popping up, you know, you, you see this stuff in the news, you see all kinds of stuff about uh, IT security and protecting data and having secure systems and so forth. This is just an area that, uh, as a small business, you have to be aware of, especially when you're talking about protecting client data, personal information, things of that nature. Um, it's just, you know, it's, it's, it's the headache that you don't need 
and it really helps when you can create sort of a layered approach or defense to that type of thing. So if you're partnering with us, for example, uh, we have very professional controls built in uh, to, uh, to that sort of thing, uh, to protect against that sort of thing, and to make sure that your data is secure, your client's data is secure, uh, so on and so forth. So it's just, it's, it's, it's not a real complicated thing. We're not gonna spend a lot of time on it, but making sure you're not being hacked or you're not subject to a fraudulent incident is definitely something that small businesses need to be concerned about when they're working with clients and um, you know just be very mindful of that going forward so so that being said um, yeah kind of brings us to the end of the list again like I said that's seven of the challenges that you may face and it's not all the challenges you may face but what we want to convey from a transform perspective is that we are aware of these types of challenges we understand what clients are going through when they deal with these types of things and we are here to help alleviate them I mean, almost all of these things are, are, if not every single one of them, are things that we have dealt with before in terms of uh, assisting clients and prospects in growing, steadying, protecting their business. And it's what we do for a living. So anyway, guys, uh, as always, you can, you can follow us on social media. Uh, you get the links in the show notes. Uh, you know, please, you know, give us a follow, uh, uh, Facebook, LinkedIn, YouTube, uh, follow us here on the podcast for new episodes. Uh, we're publishing twice a week. So, you know, every Tuesday and Thursday, uh, you can come here for a new episode and, uh, we just want to bring you as much value as we possibly can, uh, with practical advice, with, uh, conceptual advice, that sort of thing. So, uh, Again, it's Chris Anastasio with Transform signing off from episode four. Really appreciate you guys listening. Really appreciate you liking and sharing the podcast. And uh, we'll talk to you again soon this week, guys. Thanks so much. Bye-bye.